Hello and welcome to the 99th Dev Update, and that's an actual real number this time. Uh, Andy let me know earlier today. Um, with me today, we are following the tradition of reaching outside of the ecosystem. We had uh, Rick Cochran, a couple, Rick, um, not Rick. McCracken. Rick McCracken, thank you. Rick McCracken a couple uh, weeks ago, and today we have Adam Dean from Cardano Land as well. How are you doing, Adam? Oh, doing good. Yourself? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So, Adam, you are, uh, the first time I met you was at Cardano CNFT Las Vegas a couple months ago, right? Yeah. You were walking around with, um, was it a cowboy hat on? Yeah, yeah, I, I always have the, the straw cowboy hat, and I'm usually giving out pins or stickers or, or something as I go around. It might have been poo at the time, actually. It, it uh, could have been, it could have been. <laughs> What's your role? What's your role in that gig? Uh, well, Poo, uh, and ironically, that is uh, CIP number 99, um, so perfect on the uh, the episode number there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the author of the, the standard uh, that we developed in conjunction with uh, Hosky Token uh, and Vesper while it was our first partner uh, in terms of an integration uh, to create an easy way to onboard new users out at these live events. You know, I, I can walk up to you, hand you a card, it's got a little QR code on it. You can take that, set up your own wallet in your own leisure, and then just scan it through the wallet. And the wallet knows how to reach our servers and say, hey, this guy gets this code. And then the server, you know, airdrops you whatever tokens. Uh, so Hosky, uh, NFTs, just raw ADA. Um, so so it's pretty interesting. Um, and yeah, I, I was the author of the, the specification. Uh, and the the CIP itself. To let that happen. That we've had actually when when a couple of ergonauts came from that conference, that was one of the things they talked about. That how can we integrate that into um, terminus wallet or or something like that? It was, it's a very cool, very cool concept. If nobody's used it before, or yeah, because I was actually at the uh, the Sigma Knots booth and they had a little spinny wheel of like <laughs> you're gonna win, you you win something, and I I think I won like some slippery. Or no, no, you won. A, you you won greasy sex, buddy. I remember greasy that. sex. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, <laughs> um, and mm -hmm. so uh, yeah, and so you guys were, you know, just getting an address from me and then doing the airdrop later. Poo just kind of like simplifies that step even more, where you could have just given me a code and I could scan it later. Uh, you know, don't have to write down my my seed yep. phrase in the middle of a busy show floor yep, and stuff yep, like yep, that. Yep. So uh, yeah, we're definitely interested in. Uh, we're refining and refactoring it a little bit more. Um, I'm getting ready to release a service I call Sassy Poo, uh, which is you know the software as a service to let anybody utilize the the protocol and technology very quickly and easily. Uh, but then, yeah, I, I would love to see it uh, bridge over into other ecosystems like Ergo, uh, because uh, it's so easy to you know kind of copy and paste uh, amongst this EUTXO alliance from chain to chain. Mm -hmm. uh, really. It's only the how do we get things onto the chain implementation that changes very drastically. Yeah, no, I think you'll have a lot of interest in that for sure. We'll actually bring it up at the next SIGS meeting because that was something that people were fairly interested in uh, when we left. Because, yeah, we're sitting there, we're sitting there having people spin the wheel and they're creating a wallet and they're screenshotting their seed phrase. And we're like, you know, typically you don't want to do this. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is literally the thing that absolutely everybody will tell you not to do, but we're going to ask you to do it anyway. Exactly. Um, just... um, and then, so you also co-founded uh, CNFT Las Vegas, if I'm reading yeah, correctly. Yeah. Uh, the formerly CNFT con uh, now known as NFT XLV. Um, I'm one of the co-founders with my long-term business partner, Marco Guerrero. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, we've just loved having uh, the Ergo community out uh, the last two years, you know, with uh, Zengate and uh, mm -hmm. Paul Myra and some of the things that Daniel Friedman's working on over there. Uh, we had Joe uh, and I on a panel talking about hackathons and everything this past year in, in Vegas. Uh, so it's been uh, really great to to create a, an event that's not your typical crypto event um, that's really designed to maximize community participation and, and foster that sense of community amongst the the attendees. Um, and I think we've done a good job of it. Everybody has largely been 
happy and satisfied. Um, and yeah, we're going to be coming back uh, for 2024. Uh, I think tickets will actually be going on sale this uh, uh, in a few days. So. No, we, we had a lot of fun. And I was, I, I wouldn't say I was nervous being, you know, coming in as Ergo being there. Maybe I was a little nervous setting up and putting my big Ergo banners all around that floor. But, um, but you guys definitely made, um, made us feel at home, made us feel welcome. And it was nice seeing community members. It was nice seeing community members there. You know, usually, you know, we see them in chats here in the Ergo side, but a lot of times I'm talking to devs and we're talking about dev stuff. And uh, have people come in that maybe heard about Ergo, but had a positive outlook on it, right? You know, probably from what Charles says about it, uh, was really fun and really gave us kind of, um, you know, took that nervousness away right off the bat. But we're definitely going to go, um, well, it's a vote for the SIGs, but I'm going to definitely put in a vote for the Sigma Knots that we spend some uh, funds on that again, because I, I feel like we did some pretty darn good outreach. And maybe by then we'll have your stinky poo uh, framework. Um, right, stinky yeah, poo, sassy greasy poo. poo, sassy poo, stinky poo. We'll we'll come up with a good. Uh, we all love a good acronyms, and, and just in case anybody's not familiar, poo is proof of onboarding. Um, so uh, obviously, we were working with Hosky Token, the number one uh, poo coin on Cardano. Uh, so yeah, we had to had to incorporate poo into the the acronym somehow. So, <laughs> oh, you guys are good. Um, all right, so um, let's. Let's do something. So typically when I when I spoke with Rick, I spoke about things that um, uh, Ergo could offer Cardano by coming over. But I want to switch it up a little bit. I want to ask you, if I'm an Ergonaut and I'm jumping the Rosen Bridge over to Cardano, what are some cool things immediately that you would say, you got to do this, you got to do that, or you can't find this anywhere else or or that kind of thing? Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to just talk out of school and say you can't find these things anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, but Cardano, you know, I have been everywhere, everywhere, but, yeah. um, you know, uh, something that's, uh, really exciting for me recently is, uh, the, the, the kind of liquidity markets that we're seeing, uh, on Cardano via levy finance and fluid tokens, where you can essentially kind of like rent out, uh, your NFTs or loan your NFT or your fungible tokens, um, for people that need short-term liquidity. Um, so there's a, a really interesting kind of uh, opportunity uh, in that regard. Uh, that's one of like kind of the more interesting things is, uh, you know, because a lot of times, especially if you're heavily invested into NFTs like I am, uh, you have a bunch of uh, JPEG pictures, wife. but you don't have a lot of access yeah. <laughs> to uh, the, the core underlying um, uh, base currency. The worth, uh, yeah, and, the value. Yeah. And so, but sometimes you don't necessarily want to get rid of the thing. You just kind of want to access its value briefly to, to you know, maybe go and invest uh, in your new favorite uh, meme coin that's getting ready to launch. And so uh, uh, I, I really like those liquidity uh, protocols because uh, they're, uh, they present an, an interesting spin on kind of the traditional, you have to sell the NFT marketplace sort of thing. So it takes the floor price of the collection or the actual, yeah. how does it get a value out of that? Just the floor price? Yeah. So with, uh, uh, with levy finance, at least it's using the collection floor price. And so uh, anybody can put up a loan and say, I'm willing to give you 800 ADA for one of the, any one of these NFTs from this uh, community or from this collection for up to 14 days or seven days, you know, and uh, basically your, your interest rate, changes the closer you get to or go over floor price of the collection so there's like this really interesting dynamic balancing uh that's happening based on what you're willing to lend in terms of base liquidity um and sometimes you can get uh some really good pickups that way as well you can get a, a more rare piece at around floor price because somebody needed the liquidity and, and, and then didn't, didn't pay, pay back, back yeah. their loan so yeah it, it's a, a so very opens interesting up a whole dynamic. other nft market there where you can acquire them for interesting and this is yeah. all uh, held in smart contracts nothing's really um nothing's on the server it like takes the nft throws it in a smart contract mm -hmm. along yeah with it's the, all all smart contract based uh written in aiken uh, by uh, one of our kind of uh, fancy devs that not a lot of people know about. He goes by the avatar Nick on Twitter. Uh, he he works for the Ape Society, who's the uh, the NFT project that created Levy. But uh, he he's a major Aiken proponent and uh, really kind of leading the charge in terms of actually 
not only going, hey, that's a cool tech thing, uh, you know, but actually making real world products with that tech. So it's pretty cool to watch. Nice. Uh, when you said his name was Nick, you know, super simple name for great things. It made me think, are you a Monty Python fan? Oh, yeah. You know, the where the wizard's blowing up mountains and they're like, oh, great wizard. What is thy name? And he's like, Tim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Just Tim. It's got to be something Gandalfy, no, yes. Bob, Tim, Nick. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. So you you mentioned two lending protocols. Both of them uh, allow NFT lending, or yeah. Uh, so the other one is called uh, Fluid Tokens, and I haven't uh, had a lot of like firsthand uh, experience with this. But he, uh, with Fluid Tokens, you're actually renting. So there's actually like a price per day. So if I only need to own one, uh, you know, one claymates. Uh, for one day, because there's a snapshot coming up, I can actually rent it from you for like six ADA, have one in my wallet, get the snapshot, and then, you know, you get six ADA, you know, and, and they, they do it again, all smart contract based using uh, hybrid composed uh, addresses where uh, the, the payment key side of things that can actually transfer the, the asset stays in the smart contract, it just gets attached to your state key. So for all intents and purposes, it looks like it's in your wallet, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. for when people are doing snapshots. So it's a, it's a very interesting and dynamic model. Uh, and yeah, it gives you, uh, again, you don't have to go out necessarily and buy something, uh, a very big, large priced uh, NFT, if you're only trying to get short-term benefits out and of it. Crazy people like ourselves who have seven or 10 or 20 or 50. Right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to use 10 of them. <laughs> yeah. So I can, I can make a little money again, while not necessarily risking my asset, I can uh, gain access to a little bit of liquidity and, and put them to work in a more uh, passive sense. Um, even, you know, uh, if the, the project itself has moved on. So it's pretty interesting. That is pretty neat. Uh, all right, keep going. Give me more. I want to hear this. Uh, yeah, what, I don't what know. Else you got? That's cool. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know in terms of uh, DApps. You know, we have some of the other bigger uh, uh, fancy DEXs that people have been looking forward to. Uh, well, you got you out. got Spectrum, right? Uh, yeah, Spectrum's coming, uh, which is very cool. Uh, but we also have Axo and Genius Yields that have recently started coming online who have the more kind of traditional uh, programmable swapping and, and all these crazy weird strategy things that I don't do at all. I, I don't trade uh, every time I, I think it's a good time to buy is a good time to sell. And, and it's exact versa. same thing. If so, I'm feeling like I should buy, then I should sell. Exactly. Right, I exactly just reverse so. whatever I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I'm my own inverse Kramer index, yeah. apparently. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, but then you go down a rabbit hole. But if I think, if am I thinking that it's a good I know, time right? I right? because I actually think it's a good time to sell, and because I'm already inversing myself, and so it's it's a whole inception right thing. Yep. So, so I don't do a lot of trading. So you know, I know a lot of other people are are very interested about those things. Um, I've been more sticking myself to uh, the CIP process and open sourcing. So I'm I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, the refinement of Cardano on-chain governance via the Voltaire era, the Conway hard fork, and uh, the this uh, kind of constitutional convention that we're going to be hosting uh, sometime throughout the course of this year to to figure out uh, as a community how do we govern ourselves. Have you have you looked into Padilla at all? Uh, no, not not very much. Uh, so Padilla is um, on Ergo. I believe they're coming to Cardano as well. Um, but it's fully on chain DAO governance where everything's bundled up in smart contracts. And um, Louis Vach is doing something fairly unique where um, the heavy part of all the data, you know, it's hard to store that stuff on chain. So the heavy part of the data is stored off chain and hashed. And then the hashes are stored on chain. So the hashes can be checked at any time and, and go from there. So it's, it's really neat. He's got, um, they've got the beta up right now where it's just a DAO for a test DAO for Padilla. They're going to make a test DAO for the Sigmanauts as well, so we can do it. Uh, and then I think they're going to start with a handful, maybe a half a dozen or a dozen kind of base templates, like if this, then that kind of stuff. So you can dump your treasury in, distribute tokens, and make a vote. And then after the vote, the 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 off-chain bots will execute whatever the hell that vote does, and nobody can stop it. So oh, very super, nice. super cool uh, premise. And... A lot of people are um, waiting for that here on Ergo. For it. So, Louis, if you're listening, get your shit done. Come on. <laughs> One Padilla. 
So yeah, yeah I, the uh, the closest we would have on the Cardano side would be uh, the Summon platform, uh, which is working on the, specifically uh, a lot of those DAO tooling um, sort of pieces of the puzzle. I, I don't know uh, how far they are along or uh, if we necessarily have the same because of how the Cardano smart contracts work, where they're really just a smart validator, uh, exactly how far along they are in terms of spending only based on the you know uh, the results of a, mm -hmm, a vote. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, uh, Summon platform, uh, if you want to check out potentially uh, similar feature parity uh, platforms on the Cardano side. Okay, very cool, very cool. Um, what do you have for... Um... Anything else that stands out immediately besides lending on Cardano? Any game? You game at all? You got to use your NFTs for. It's got to be some game that utilizes NFTs. Uh, I mean, there's quite a few actually. Uh, you know, we've got Kopi, uh, Goombles is one that I'm really excited to see coming along. Um, Kopi is much more of a, an open world uh, metaverse type of play. Uh, so it's a very long term play, but they have released, uh, they've been at NFT XLV the last two years. They have a pretty awesome racing game that you can sit there and, and use your NFT and, and race it on the, all these crazy Unreal 5 tracks with yep, you know, yep, yep, yep. Uh, generated terrain and everything. It looks amazing. Um, and then Goombles uh, is is a really cool uh, tower defense mobile game. Um, that's was actually it, was, not was the, was the first one you mentioned. The the people right to the left when you walked in. Um, yeah, right from the main entrance. Big there, booth, big fancy big stuff. Booth, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Cornucopias. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. I, we all call them Kopi because that's the the ticker of their gotcha. okay. their fungible. But yeah, their Cornucopias is the the proper name for them. Uh, and then yeah, Goombles uh, is another one. A very cool kind of small studio making starting with a tower defense game that's very cool and fun to play. I got to play a, a an alpha demo at NFT XLV, uh, and that should be getting released this year. Um, but uh, they're they're actually kind of interesting. They're not taking the traditional approach of let's mint a bunch of tokens and and do all of these things before the game is coming out. Um, so they have done an NFT drop of some of their characters. Uh, but it's not directly tied. You know, there, there's going to be a freemium mode okay. uh, so that uh, it, it, you're not super limiting. You know, we have this weird mindset of like the max for an NFT set is 10K. Um, and then, but you're going to go and become a successful game project with a max yeah. of 10,000 players, <laughs> you know, um, like that, those are, you know metrics that no any major yeah. game studio would laugh out of the water so yeah you, you definitely need to consider that like nfts can help in the gaming industry but you you need to consider that the, when we get this uh, you know the the promised mass adoption that everybody likes to talk about 10k is going to be a a very 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 small number in terms of the overall audience so uh you know i guess that's where some speculators make their money um but at the same time, you don't want to cut off your nose to spite your face and say, you can't use my platform without these. There's only 10,000 access passes in existence. I can only sell up to 10,000. Well, so that's a that's a card on a hard limit with the way that. No, no, NFT no. It, it's or? just kind of a, a, an NFT market. Don't make, overall. don't make more than 10 kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it's because like the crypto punks, there was like 10,000 of them. Right. And so oh, now gosh, okay. all <laughs> NFT projects like. Is it a 10K? You you can't go over because what are you doing? You're breaking cannon. Um, you can go under, but, you know, it's oh, some have uh, in some ways, but usually they're more utility-based NFTs and stuff. But, yeah, uh, it, it is an interesting uh, I'm sure they'll get. Like I'm sure they'll get creative. Knowledge. Like they'll do 10k warlocks, 10,000 mages, right. 10,000 10K of every class, 10,000 white mages, 10,000 blue mages. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> if they don't want to break cannon, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Uh. Yeah. Uh. I, I. You know. I. I. I try to. I have the what's it called? Parental guilt, where I feel if I'm sitting here playing a game, I'm. I'm. You know, doing something that's too much for my time and like it's hard to enjoy it's just something that happens after a while of being a parent i think or maybe just to me so i try to dive into um ergo has um you've, you you saw the blitz booth i think right uh, oh yeah to, so blitz blitz is similar to what you were explaining earlier where he's pumping in a ton of his own money and um and building all this stuff before he launches essentially um and then there's another great game that's out called cyberverse if you haven't heard of that it's kind of um 80s theme based so it's like a pixel based um 
not above view, but kind of above you. You still see the okay, person yeah. standing up and walking. And that's got like mini games like bartender, uh, race car driving. Um, it's got mining and crafting and it's, it's, it's pretty damn cool. There's actually a, uh, Kilver will do a live stream of it uh, tomorrow or today after this afternoon. I'm not. I'm not sure. Saturday or Sunday, whenever he does it. But that's really cool. It's all same kind of thing where you have um, buy a bunch of NFTs out of game. You bring them in. They're right there in the game kind of thing, and they sit in your wallet. That's what I love about nice, yeah. NFTs and gaming, is that you actually like what mix mix says from Blitz. You you own the product. So if Blitz goes down or if Cyberverse goes down doesn't matter i still have all the beautiful artwork all the nfts that i purchased while i was playing this game that i enjoy they're not you know stuck on some microsoft server that they're shutting down because it's not making much money i actually own these so then if if you make a game adam and you you want to pay homage to like the old um gumbies or, or whatever the game you were saying was yeah, uh, goombles <laughs> you can uh you can say okay if you bring in a goombles card you know we're going to recognize that in game and you get this kind of bonus so the yeah, only especially if they're just cosmetic you know homages yeah, or something yeah. you know like they, they don't have to be a silver stuff. bullet but I yeah know. i could still yeah yeah acknowledge our legacy and where we came from uh even into the future yeah that is exactly great exactly. Like the, the the only the only primetime game that I've seen do that is um, Skylanders. You could take a Gen One Skylander and just dump it on the tenth version of their game ten years later, and boom, it'd be like, oh, here's Spyro or here's a dragon. You know, yeah. here we go. And it'd be like, holy cow! All these things that I've collected for the past ten years, even though I've purchased new games and they've made me buy a new portal for it, I can still put it on the portal and use it. So it's that kind of mindset I think is yeah. the winning mindset there that at least NFT gameplay brings to that kind of thing. Yeah, let, let me have a, a badge on my character that's a goombal, or, or let yeah. me have a, a poster yeah. or a little pet, my a wall that's or yeah, or a pet yeah. or something. Yeah, you know, nothing fancy and and hopefully yeah. low impact for the developers, easy to implement. But yeah, let me do it. You know, why yeah. not? So. It's an easy way to bring on that, uh, you know, a foot up and bringing that that uh, group of people onto your new game. Anyway, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think we've been talking for 22 minutes. That's a probably a good amount of time before we dive into this really short uh, dev update after this. Anything else you want to mention about you? You said you said earlier you're looking to uh, run a watcher. You're not quite running a watcher yet at this point. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, part of the problem, honestly, is uh, I was late to the party uh, buying Rosen, uh, I, um, okay. you know, Uh Running a watcher so all of a sudden sorry. became so kind sorry. of expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, that classic Adam buy sell uh, <laughs> trader paralysis that happened to me. So, yeah, right now I, I'm a little bit priced out uh, by itself. Uh, well, maybe if then, you're going to buy, maybe that's a good time for me to sell. If that's a good indicator. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure you know. So you tell me. <laughs> we definitely have some insider trading going on or something. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, you know, not only just the the kind of steep upfront cost that it costs right now to get into the the watcher, but uh, I know uh, I'm actually looking at uh, potentially bringing uh, people like Drip Drops in as a, a guard on the on the right. On right, the other you're a co-founder of, of Drip Drops. I forgot to yeah. mention that. Right, when did you start that? Uh, Drip Drops started in. Is that you and Mark as well again? No, uh, Drip Drops was. Uh, Myself, Rick, uh, Kyle Solomon, Andrew Westberg. Wait, Rick McCracken too? Uh, he was originally a co-founder. Yeah, he's wow. since uh, retired uh, to go and run his watcher and, and do his thing. Um, he he actually wanted to get more involved in uh, kind of trying to reach out about uh, regulation uh, on the lawmaker side of things. Gotcha. And he thought uh, him being on a board uh, would paint an unfair target potentially on that That's board true. if he's going and, and talking to regulators and things like that. So uh, he he left with uh, all the, the goodwill and, and wishes uh, of both sides um, and obviously still a good friend uh, for me personally. But yeah, so he, he was a co-founder of Drip Drops as well. Uh, Kyle Solomon, Andrew Westberg, some of the other kind of big known names uh, in the ecosystem. Have you have you guys ever thought of, um, you now I know, I know it's kind of silly to think of a um, a pickup platform on Ergo, considering our you know it's like 0.001 erg to airdrop a billion tokens to somebody, but still the 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 advantage I see of these pickup systems um, that you have like Drip Drops or Tosi Drop um, is that you if I'm going to airdrop to people holding something, I want to airdrop to people who are actually going to utilize it and want to use it. So instead of just blanketly dumping tokens everywhere into wallets that will be picked up by storage rent probably in four years. Mm -hmm. um, I want people to come 
and collect it if that's what they actually want. So I see a benefit still in Ergo for that kind of thing, and I don't think it'd be that challenging. I've talked I've talked to Tosi Drop about it before, but I don't think they're gonna you know continue to brand. Uh, who knows what they're gonna do? I don't want to speak for them. Right. But uh, but um, but I think it'd be still be beneficial to come and have a collection platform for that kind of thing. We have something called the Ergo Faucet, which is um, it's more of a if you uh anybody can come you know what a faucet is I, yeah. man, <laughs> man mansplaining a faucet to you <laughs> no, please tell me more <laughs> um uh so yeah that's a faucet so i think it'd be very beneficial so i'm just putting that out there that if you guys want to dip your toes in the the ergo <laughs> waters i think that'd be an interesting thing to do uh uh for for that kind of thing you know like uh token launchers could have some sort of event where um people buy nfts as part of the token launch and after they carry these nfts in the wallet they can then go to your pickup platform verify they have that nft and and collect some of the base mm -hmm. tokens after the launch kind of thing so there's a lot of different use cases i think for for that in ergo even though you know people can just airdrop yeah main, maintaining you know control of your token supply um is yeah. probably the biggest one you know uh, like you said you don't want uh, even where you can, you know, um, because the, the platform parameters make it relatively cheap to, to dust wallets with, you know, just tons of tokens. Um, yeah, you, you want to actually have a successful token. You need somebody that's going to go and transact with it. Having it sit in a wallet and be inert doesn't really do you a lot of good, If especially if that's a governance token and, and you need those people to come and vote. Uh, mm -hmm. Or it's a you know a Chuck E. Cheese token, and they need to come and redeem it to interact with your platform. Um, you know, sending it to the abyss. Like, what did you actually accomplish? So the nice part about platforms like Drip Drops is you don't necessarily lose custody of your coins. You can get them back after the campaign is over, uh, and then reuse them. You know, or the you know the tech changes, That's the alpha changes. Yep. Um, because you, you can't claw them back from, you know, these remote UTXO once you airdrop them. So uh, that's why I think platforms like uh, Drip Drops and Tossy Drop um, uh, really do have a, a leg up, not just from a cost perspective, but actually knowing that the people that have your tokens have it because they're interested. Exactly. So now instead of saying I've put out a million tokens and only 100,000 have voted, you can say, 120 people 120,000 tokens were collected and 100,000 were returned so we have a 90% vote ratio of the people who care about voting which i think is a a really good metric you know to have as opposed to just dumping on you know everybody with an airdrop so yeah exactly yeah. It, it, it it actually kind of, i'll, I'll, I'll remind you in a couple of weeks or a month it, it ties into another one of my projects for the year which is cardano fuds um fuds or fuds fuds f u d s okay um, and that's the the fungible update uh, disclosure system, uh, because uh, you guys might know uh, on Ergo we have this minor problem with places called Coin Market Cap. Um, no, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, basically, I, I'm writing a new standard where uh, fungible token projects can uh, publish on chain, uh, you know, a metadata payload that can be verified that says, hey, here's our here's our this wallet, here's our that wallet. And then anybody can index the chain and go, oh, yeah. So the actual circulating supply is Y, right? There oh, might okay. be X. So here's fully diluted. Here's what's locked up on the team's marketing budget wallet and things like that. Um, so the, the other benefit, uh, again, if you blast out a hundred million tokens to a bunch of wallets that are never going to interact with it, technically that is circulating supply. Whereas keeping, uh, you know, your tokens on a, a drip drops or a toasty drop type of bucket system, you can flag that to a platform and say, that's actually locked for airdrops. Therefore take it out of circulation until it leaves that wallet. So that's, that's the other uh, interesting thing when we're actually talking about circulating versus total diluted value cap. Such of, a hard number to figure out. Yeah. yeah. So, so another reason, yet another reason to maybe consider not just doing the airdrop, uh, yeah, yeah. regardless of how easy it is. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna set a reminder for a month to ask you how far Drip Drops has gotten with integrating into Airgo. <laughs> all right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> all right. Let's jump into the dev update. Let me all switch right. my interface over here. You can still read this. 
Yep, we're good to go. All right, perfect. I'll start off with Kushti. Uh, Kushti Erdergo Protocol Research and Development. Second PR to remove unused code from Sigma. He's been removing some unused code. Good for Kushti. Uh, he reviewed uh, uh, pull 2801. I didn't look at that. Uh, worked on subblock EIP draft. Ready to discuss proposal details at this point. Have you heard much about? Are you following that subblocks? Have you heard whispers over on the Cardano side about subblocks? I want to say I heard something about it, but I haven't uh, had a chance to read the the EIP yet. Nice. Okay. So subblocks essentially is a, a side chainish design where without into, without tweaking the security in the current protocol of layer one. Um, they're going to kind of roll these sub-blocks up into the main blocks. So you'll have okay. a bunch of sub-blocks inside a main block. And, you know, that I think that's going to be very helpful for, like, uh, P2P transactions and dApps uh, or dApps that want to actually take that risk of a lesser finality. Um, but I, I'm, I'm hesitant to believe that any, uh, like, CEXs sec or, or, or DEXs are going to let you necessarily, um, you know, trade without the, uh, with a little bit of a lesser finality there. But we'll yeah. see. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Uh, things like gaming and, as I said, P2P are going to be awesome with that real super fast. Mm -hmm. I think, um, what's it called? Um, Nautilus Wallet was also working on, um, they allow you to chain an incoming transaction so if you just sent me, so this is without sublocks. So if you just sent me a hundred ergs, and it hasn't uh, confirmed on a block yet, I believe what they're working on is I can then still send that out to somebody else, and that can be essentially changed. So as long as it successfully confirms to me along the chain, you know what a chain is. So, yeah. so that's a pretty neat thing that they're working oh, on. Very too. cool. They're yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. Um, checking possibility to pass ErgoTree version to serializers in Sigma. Chain cash. Uh, he's guys working on some issues with chain cash. Uh, super cool. I recommend if you have time, check out his chain cash papers. He's got a video coming up for the summit on the fifteenth. Super super cool. Great. Uh, uh, speaking of meme projects, this one's all you, Coltier. All right. Yeah, Coltier. I, I, I never say it correctly either. It doesn't I, matter. <laughs> well, I'm actually doing Duolingo to learn French. So, like, uh, that looked like is a Frenchish. I think he's Greek? maybe it is, but I think he's Greek. Okay. Yeah. So now when I see like the IER sort of thing, I, I want to say A, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we got a comet update. Um, apparently, there is a flying pig airdrop bot. <laughs> um, yeah. Our very own uh, advisor, Flying Pig, crafted a magical airdrop tool and it's raining comet. Every brave soul who dares bridge Ada to Ergo gets showered with 1,000 comet. Uh, poor umbrellas. Bastards. Umbrellas won't help you here, folks. Those are comets uh, raining down. They're going to punch <laughs> right through. So, uh, so MG Pi's uh, ICO draining bot. Uh, so, missed the ICO arbitrage extravaganza. Uh, MG Pi helped uh, Comet drain all refundable ICO smart contracts from Comet. Uh, is this the calm before the storm when refundable ICO? Interesting. Uh, now we got an Ergo paper hands bot. Uh, so it, it's a bot extravaganza. It looks like uh, yeah. the the what if machine for all the DGens out there. I've conjured up the Ergo paper hands bot. It's like a crystal with, ball showing. With you. the help of ChatGPT, he says. Okay. The, the fortune you could have had if you hadn't sold your precious tokens. Uh, current tokens covered are Comet, Rosen, Ergopad, Padilla, SPF. Eperg, uh, GCX, Clown, and Ergo. GCX is Greasy Sex. Oh, Greasy Sex. All right. So I, I can go and yeah. see. Oh, I haven't paper-handed mine. I'm, I'm still hodling. So, oh, perfect, you know, perfect. Yeah, I'll be good to go. Uh, and then the Comet Cardano Watcher. Comet now has its eyes on Cardano with five permits and a treasure chest of 70 Rosen collected. Uh, NFT holders, prepare for an airdrop fiesta. Check out the glimmering collectibles at uh, nft.thecomettoken.com. Yeah, so he uh, he crowdsourced, you know, through the Comet selling of NFTs, I believe, and then purchased a watcher uh, and oh, cool. uh, a token and then the permits. I think he's got, what do you say, five permits? And he's going to um, drop those, you know, share them the share in the 70 Rosen, essentially, that they're going to get from that. Similar to what you're probably, are you going to share uh, the Drip Drops watcher? We'll go back to Drip Drops, most likely. 
Uh, yeah, most likely. We we already have uh, what we call like our drop operators network, uh, which is a network of people that help run relays for us to get our transactions out and spread across the mempool. Um, so yeah, uh, usually we give delegators to those stake pools higher than average uh, rewards uh, as, a, as an incentive to delegate to those particular stake pools that are helping us out sort of thing. So uh, most likely if if drip drops, a uh, big if, uh, were to set up a, a watcher or a guard, uh, we would then recirculate uh, and make those Rosen tokens available sort of thing uh, to, uh, by some criteria, you know. Um, you'd have to, you have to take them across the bridge. Right, yeah. And then you get, you get paid on both sides, and... potentially, yeah. Um, but yeah, we, maybe we bring them across the bridge and, and do uh, RS. Or uh, is it RS get... Rosen when it's bridged? I think so. I, I think <laughs> so. I think it is. You'll ha- or you can just um, make them available on Drip and Drops Ergo Edition that you're going to exactly. Build for us. Yeah, there we go. So uh, we have options, <laughs> and, and it's always good to have options. Um, yeah, more exciting is being able to uh, get Comet onto Drip Drops uh, on the Cardano side. Right. Uh, once we have RS Comet, and then uh, you know we can have. Uh, what's it gonna, it, what, what it, would it be called if a Cardano asset bridges over to the same Ur- thing? Is it it's RS? So, so it'll be RS, RS Hotsky on the yep. Ergo side. Okay. Yep. Yeah. They made that the other day, actually. I think today, today's Saturday. So I think today you'll see. Hopefully, you might see Comet and Hotsky hop on the Rosen Bridge. Right. But you know, you you should connect with Coltier. Um, find him on uh, Discord or or Telegram. He is interested in, um, making a Comet stake pool um over okay. on over on cardano and and potentially doing a hundred percent capture of the rewards and distributing rosen comet um out so your drip drops would be perfect for distributing the rosen comet for the stakers correct no uh yeah you if you work? haven't yeah. uh check out andrew westberg's uh nerd out series uh on youtube where we just went over the drip drops instant rewards api uh where instant. i actually wrote uh the shell scripts needed uh, that you can click the button once an epoch and it will look at all the delegators to your stake pool and give them X amount of tokens based on how much ADA they have delegated to your stake pool. So uh, this could literally be like a three-click process and we could have Comet up and running uh, as a stake pool on the Cardano side. Right now, you're white, you, you wait for whitelist every epic for, for uh, people and how many tokens they get? Or how do you determine it now for drip drops? Uh, well, so drip drops every every token that comes in and creates a campaign can choose their own uh, rules, basically. So uh, if if you're going to be like a blockchain wide, you could say like, hey, every delegator uh, they get one token per thousand ADA in their wallet. Okay. And then uh, at the epoch snapshot, uh, that that's the same snapshot that's used for block production. Uh, that's what we look at in terms of how much ADA did this wallet have. Uh, you know, et cetera. And then we can issue out rewards based on that. And is that uh, five, the, five epochs behind? What's the Cardano snapshot like that? Uh, no, cut? so uh, we're actually now in sync. Uh, the drip rewards that you're going to get this epoch are for the ADA rewards you also earned this epoch. So it's based. Oh, wow. So that's actually okay. based on two epochs back is what that snapshot was based on. Okay. Uh, so two epochs ago, we take the snapshot one epoch ago we made the blocks and then we calculated the reward so it's like two or three epochs back that uh, you're actually receiving rewards for so there is a, a bit of a tail emission sort of situation gotcha uh but yeah we kind of uh, got sidetracked talking about cool things we can do with comet <laughs> here uh so yeah we uh, also have some upgrades to website stats uh, we can now more accurately monitor watcher stats and some things like market cap uh investigating the ADA chain for RS Comet launch. Um, there you go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh, hasn't reached out to me yet. I'm at the real Adam Dean. Uh, on I'll, Discord, I'll, so. I'll hop and chat after this. <laughs> uh, the Comet HODL soon TM. Uh, Comet HODL is almost here. Are you familiar uh, with oh. Ergo HODL or HODL coin? Uh, no, no, I, I haven't. So the way, the way HODL coin works is it starts out with a... Um, uh, zero. So you can exchange one to one, one erg for one hodl erg. Um, <clears throat> anybody that pulls, you get a three percent charge, and it gets put back into the pot. So okay. the more people that pull, the more that gets put back into the pot, 
So if you're holding the longest amount of time, you're going to get the, a massive reward, essentially. Uh, okay. So it's whoever can hold the longest. And right now, Hodlerg started maybe at the last Ergo hack, so maybe five, six months ago. Right now, we're past zero, we're past one to one now. So now, if you pull your hodl erg, you'll get more than when you put in if you are an original entry person. Right. Because right now, it's a little more expensive to do the transition, uh, the swap. So the same thing with comet. You know, it's a meme coin. They're going to do this comet hodl, which is going to be fun. Um, bank fee ten percent. Wow, damn. Okay, that's going to be expensive, uh, but that'll be fun uh, to see. Right. I mean, happen. that's just more incentive to hodl longer. So yeah, we'll exactly. see, see what happens. Exactly. All right, and, let's. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, go uh, for it. And it looks like Comet is going to uh, keep delivering useless things in 2024, staying loyal to their uh, non existent roadmap. Uh, <laughs> so get get Comet and get wrecked. Yep, yep, perfect. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, Captain Nemo here uh, with a Nautilus team update. Nautilus Wallet fixed a bug that was preventing bridge assets to be used to pay Babel fees. Yes, we found that out. So, what will happen is people came over. Um, from uh, Cardano, they took their ADA and made Rosen ADA out of it. And then they're sitting in their wallet and they're like, shit, we can't do anything because we can't pay transaction fees. We mm -hmm. can't interact with the decks without ergs. So I went ahead and made a Babel box uh, with, um, with uh, what's it called? With ergs offering to buy uh, Rosen ADA. So if they want to do peer-to-peer -peer transactions or interact with dApps that, that allow that, then they can. Um, they can just choose Babelbox as a pulldown in, not a pulldown, they can choose uh, Rosen ADA as a pulldown for the transaction fee in Lawless and do it that way. I've bugged Spectrum decks uh, to try to, uh, I should bug them again today, um, to try to integrate um, transaction fees in Babel fees so that then somebody coming over that did ADA can do that. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, so right now we recommend, Adam, that if you're coming over from ADA uh, Cardano to Ergo, to just do a swap of ADA to Rosen Erg on the Cardano side. And then when you come over with Rosen Erg to Ergo, you have full Erg. So, right. you know, you, there's nothing you need to worry about as far as that goes. So, yeah. That's actually the thing I'm most excited about. I've just got to save up to where I have enough to cover the uh, the Rosen fees, you know, to make it worth <laughs> it. Those fees are kind of high right now. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. But because um, I, I wanted to get some er some more Erg of my own, uh, but I didn't want to go. Uh, for, for whatever reason, I don't trust the, the name KuCoin. You know, and we probably all, all know why, like, that's just a horrible name for any sort of company. Um, so I, I didn't ever want to go in KYC. And I think they're the only sex in the U.S. Uh, that's available to U.S. users, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I'm, I'm excited now that I, I can just get some ERG and, and really start to finally play around um, at scale. Uh, you know, right. I, I can very easily buy my ADA on Kraken bridge it over uh, and then get erg uh, very easily. So uh, actually, uh, that's one of the great things about Rosen is it's uh, introduced uh, a very much easier path to liquidity that uh, didn't exist uh, for erg, you know, even six months ago. So it's, it's very interesting. Right. Can't wait till it branches out even more. It's, you know, where it's on four or five chains. And at that point, it's like you can go anywhere as long as there's something available to you on a on like Coinbase that you can buy that is somewhere connected to Rosen doesn't you know go yep, anywhere so exactly it's super super cool. Um, let's see, uh, Erg Snap MetaMask integration doing the final touches before release the first beta hopefully this weekend. Captain Nemo, if you're listening, um, uh, we need that video for Ergo Summit. I'm calling you out, Captain Nemo. You promised. Get it out there. Let's do it. All right, you're up with Louis Vatra. All right, yeah, it looks like we have a Padilla beta announcement, uh, DAO creation progress, uh, Mint of the DAO key is done, Mint of proposal tokens is done, Mint of action tokens is done, Mint of stake state NFTs is done, and creation of the DAO itself failed. Uh, so uh, looks like one more thing to go before that's going to be uh, locked and loaded and ready to go. And then we got uh, two config fields, which are not used, but referenced by contracts, we're missing. Uh, the only way to add these is adjusting the contract again. So one more proposal is needed to get the final piece of the puzzle in order. So, yep, classic uh, classic case. The devs forgot a, a config <laughs> and and everybody got wrecked. So it's, it's luckily, complex. it's still a beta uh, and we're going to get there. So 
good yeah. good game Padilla. Uh, and then yeah, looking forward to seeing how we how we either bridge that or or we let somebody now that we have Rosen, you know, just kind of have their yeah, you know, do all their DAO stuff on the Ergo side while still having their NFTs or their native assets on the Cardano side. That um, there's a lot of interesting potential there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he's gonna because from from what I remember in the past, this was always gonna be a Cardano Ergo launch at some point. Um, but now with Rosen, is there really a need to completely rebuild it out on Cardano side? Right. Why, yeah. why repeat the scripts yeah. versus just bridge and do some of the, the behavior over here? So, And I'm sure Louis Vacher is going to DM me in two days and say, dumbass, this is just this or this. And we've always said that. <laughs> right? Don't be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're giving out or you're giving out the alpha before he can. So there either you way. You know, <laughs> All right. Let's see. What else do we have? We have um, Flying Pig. Flying Pig for Ergo Node Explorer. Uh, added user-friendly address transaction page. Instead of showing the input-output like other explorers, this shows each transaction in a simplified, newbie-friendly way. View with uh, what you spent and what you received. Nothing else unless you click the Details button for the full input-output details. Added rich list on that as well. Several optimizations to speed up fetching data. You can try it there. And you know what? Let's switch to that. Uh, where are we? Full screen share. Let's switch to that right here. You can't see it, but everybody else can. Um, so the view that I'm showing people right now is um, I've searched for an address. This is actually, uh, let's see, and there you go. So the interesting thing about Node Explorer is that, as I was telling you earlier, Adam, is that it just sits, you know, it's a very much, very much simpler interface that's utilizing the database for uh, the node, as opposed to a fully separate Explorer instance tacked on top of that which requires quite a damn bit of resources and it's a little bit more complex to set up so the the beauty of this hopefully is that you know anybody can fire this up just like they fire up the node and now we have multiple different endpoints that people can utilize um for that because we, we've had issues in the past admittedly where um there aren't enough explorer instances going around so it can kind of get a little chunky at, at times but uh, hopefully this will solve it. Let me go back to the main page so you can see that. Uh, there's the main page. We can see node info, uh, TXs and mempool difficulty, and uh, rich list over here. And then latest transactions. We can search for TX ID, token ID, box ID. Super simple, super cool. Um, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing um, more of that, actually. OK, so let's keep going. Uh, token reward dispenser. Uh, created to reward users who bridge ADA to Ergo with 1,000 Comet. That's what you read earlier, Adam, with Comet. Monitors a receiving address for specific tokens and rewards anyone who sends said token. Cool. Can also be used to reward users who buy a specific token on Spectrum with additional tokens or whichever token you feel like rewarding the buyers. Apologies to those who got sent Lambos during the frantic Rosen launch when they bought Rosen. <laughs> Must have been testing. Yeah, he was testing. I wanted to test the bot in production when loads of transactions were <laughs> yeah. happening. All can be found on his GitHub right there. So, yeah, fl Flying Pig's uh, been doing some really cool things with these airdrop tools. Uh, but this is definitely handy. We've been speaking about, I brought up in the guard chat, hey, we should maybe charge a tiny bit of a fee, like, you know, a tenth of an erg or something and then reward people with it just like they're rewarding comets. So when they come over, they have some ergs in their wallet, mm -hmm. you know, and they're not stuck in the stuck doing nothing there. Uh, but that didn't go very far. Maybe I'll push that again. But yeah. Well, you always got to watch out for those things because there's always like usually a weird little like cyclical thing yeah. where somebody can abuse the system. So. Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the idea. Would be that we we tack the fee on them, so they're yeah. paying for it when they come across. So then we then we do that. Um, let's see, uh, Blitz TCG. All right, yeah, the Blitz trading card game. Uh, good friends of us over at NFTXLV. Uh, we love Blitz. Uh, they've been great. Uh, exciting to see them even getting out to uh, non-traditional non-Web3 uh, shows and having some good success as well, I think, uh, if I recall correctly. So uh, for us and this development update, I request that after watching uh, this video here, uh, the 2023 <laughs> end of year updates uh, that you're likely watching right now. Um, yeah, so uh, the updates are in video format that can be found on Blitz TCG's YouTube. Yep, or just hop in the dev channel, click on it right there. Nice. Uh, let's see, I think we have one more. 
uh, Eric, one update. A lot of code refactoring for better security and efficiency and make the next development simpler. Actually improved my React Node skills a lot during the past few months. And we need to modify many things before implementing the next features in a few weeks. Voting power calculation and rewards were correctly calculated. TX rewards built and sent perfectly despite the year change, promising for the future. Eric, do you have anything like Eric? Eric One is essentially um, a social rewards uh, program. So you register your Twitter address, connect it, I think, with maybe your Discord as well and your wallet address. And you hop onto Twitter X, I guess I should say X, um, and do a bunch it'll, of. It'll uh, always be Twitter to I me. Know, Sorry, I know. Goodness. So. Um, and you'll do certain hashtags uh, for Ergo, and uh, Ergo one scans Twitter and rewards you based on the amount of likes and retweets that your post gets or your posts themselves. And it has a leaderboard, and at the end of the month, it will pay you out in Ergo one tokens that you can then collect or cash in on the decks or anything like that. Is there anything at Cardano that does that kind of thing? Uh, I believe so. Uh, I haven't used it yet, uh, but the Mallard Order uh, has recently released their Raiders Guild, which I believe does the Mallard uh, Order. That sounds yeah, that the, sounds intense. Yeah, uh, like you know, so Mallard like a duck. Yeah, yeah. So they're all duck PFPs. Um, oh, that's awesome. But uh, they've got a, a great founder uh, who's very active in the community, uh, Demosthenes. Uh, uh, Nemesis, they're one of their core artists, uh, is very active in the community. They're both out. They had a booth at NFTXLV as well. Uh, they have hosted like an actual, uh, they got some of their, their mallards framed and did a whole pop-up gallery in New York City for NFT wow. NYC last year. Uh, so they're a very cool project. And yeah, uh, I, I haven't used it. I don't get too much into the, the discords and the social things, but I think that's what they're doing with their Raiders Guild on the Cardano side. Uh, and they've been recently announcing some partnerships. You know, I, I believe the Ape Society and a few other people are are joining in and, and, be, and participating as well in the Raiders Guild. That is pretty damn cool. Nice. I, you had um, you had a gallery at um, uh, CNFTLV Hex, right? Yeah, NFTXLV. Uh, yeah, NFT. so uh, we had uh, I have it uh, the the gallery at NFTXLV. Um, it's going to be back again, bigger, better. Um, hopefully, we get uh, we had quite a few artists. I want to say we had fifty to hundred artists uh, that wow. actually applied and had their art. Uh, submitted and and I want to go bigger and better uh, this year. So I'm I'm actually working on some of the tooling I need to support that, uh, so that we can properly advertise and promote the, these artists um, and get the get the word out there a little bit earlier this time. Very cool. Well, I think that does it for the um, for all the updates in Discord at least. Um, Adam, thanks so much for joining me. This was I've learned a lot actually. This is great. Um, and this is what crypto should be. Not fighting each other, but um, learning from each other's chains. And now with Rosen, we can partake in each other's chain without even blinking, you know. So I, th I think that's super cool. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been great. Uh, but it is, yeah, it's uh, Saturday. So I don't know if you were aware, but I am the CEO of Cardano on Saturdays. Um, I saw so your I tweet. <laughs> I, I got to get back to that as well. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, and it's great. Uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, building more of these bridges uh, across the community. Um, it's, it's what it should be all about. And don't forget drip drops on Ergo. Right, drip drops on Ergo. Drip drops, uh, drip drops guard, drip drops, drip drop, drip drops. Um, I, I think we got it locked in on people's head now. So. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Thanks, Adam. I'll see you later.